Hey folks, Nate here. You're listening to Critical Care, a show about games, community, and finding hope during the global pandemic. This is episode 5, featuring multimedia artist Jack Kingspooner, creator of Dujana, V-Swing, and the Sluggish Morse Trilogy. And just a heads up, there are a couple of swears in this episode. Enjoy. Uh, my name's Jack King Spooner. I also go by uh, Jack Spinoza, and um, these are kind of like I, th- I think different different um, projects <laughs> go by other names probably as well. Uh, but I'm kind of keeping to Jack King Spooner now, which is um, is my name. Um, I'm an artist, which moved into uh, into interactive media um, as a as a way to kind of um, engage with a uh, contemporary culture through through art, and <clears throat> I found found uh, myself just in it these days. I'm just really uh, my my first few games kind of uh, got traction in a very very small way. Nothing nothing big. Um, Nothing compared to most uh, video game people. I'm really stuttering now. I need to talk about myself. I'm usually good at talking to people, but when I have to talk about myself, I don't know what to say. Okay, yeah. So I make games, and uh, I I come from a from a bit of a different angle, from a an art art practice rather than a, from a fine art practice, and almost quite a abject naughty um, art art world where I would uh, be doing kind of post-punky things and not post-punk in that dull music, um, well not dull but um, drawn out music kind of way but uh, in a kind of fluxus way and yeah now I'm doing games which are a bit kind of um, a bit kind of naughty in you know in the way that they're um, irreverent to to lots of gaming i don't know gaming um structures or, or whatever there, there are games which aren't gamey or games which aren't fun or games which aren't uh, that sort of thing well, they, but i have to say they are games which i believe are entertaining and uh i live in scotland and i've uh got brown hair and that's about all i can say about myself i think I wouldn't have immediately jumped to Naughty to describe your games, but I really liked that, um, and I guess your your work at large. I guess yeah, Naughty is probably the wrong word. No, I I I, I, I would. I don't mean I, Naughty in some kind of rude way. I mean Naughty in a kind of cheeky, chappy kind of way. Yeah, and, yeah, they're not like pornographic or anything, but no, they are. Well, they are... Got, there's some little. I like to have male genitalia in my games, but. Um, but not. I don't think they're they're not sexy, are they? No, they're definitely not sexy. Yeah, prob- probably not sexy. Um, <laughs> at least not to me. Um, I don't know what no, everyone's no. into. I would but, even uh, go as far. I would even go as far to say they're a bit of a turn off when it comes to sexy things. But uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that's one of the things that I I like about a lot of them is they are kind of abrasive in in some ways abrasive irreverent yeah that's what i mean by naughty yeah well naughty naughty's fun though i like i'm I'm gonna start using that um now that you've thrown it out there so uh yeah um thanks um 
so uh, before before kind of diving into your work, um, I know I kind of put you on the spot already to talk about yourself, uh, but I just wanted to check in one last thing of just kind of uh, like how you are sort of doing personally during this uh, this pandemic um, and also kind of like what the, the scene is like in Scotland. Yeah, I don't really, um, I don't really share anything to do with a, a personal life online. Um, but it's, uh, I, I think, uh, like uh, everyone in the world, I know a great, a, a lot of people, a lot of people I love are very vulnerable at the moment mm. and uh, very, very worried. And uh, at times I've been terrified. Yeah, I think it's really nice when people like yourself uh, just kind of check in and say, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing, by the way? Uh, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing okay this week. Last week was was a bit bit up and down. Um, this week's been a bit more stable, partially probably because I'm doing these recordings and, and talking to, to more people and not, mm. not being just stuck in my own head as much, which is well there there are two great things to 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 be doing something is uh is is really good. And to, to be talking to, to people is is really good. I found, um, bizarrely enough, just uh, honing and actually talking about it, the pandemic and the, the, the heartache in the world at the moment, um, talking about it bizarrely didn't take my mind off it, but made, a, made me more at ease with it, even though it's a very uneasy thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I, I think talking to people right now is super important, and it's been really nice to see how many people um, are just kind of reaching out to old people they maybe didn't talk to, reaching out to people they've never talked to before, whether that's people online or people that they've lived next door to, but they just never talked to, just seeing everyone sort of finding new ways to, to communicate, especially when there are a lot of people are kind of locked in their homes right now. It's, it can be really hard to, to socialize. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful that we have, Things mm -hmm. like the internet, which can can often be used in bad ways to connect people, but right now it's 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 renewing some faith that these these tools can actually be do good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so I'll stop uh, kind of prying into your uh, your personal life details, but I do hope you and yours are good, do okay through all this. Um, and I am I am very interested though in talking about some of your work uh, since your projects are. Uh, often so so varied and and all over the place uh, in a good way first off i'd just love to know what you are uh, what you're currently working on like what your current projects are doing a few things at the moment the big thing is uh, a game called uh, pattern circus which is um it's really really experimental even more experimental than anything i've done before but um kind of uh kind of decided to just go with my strengths and um, making it um, well what I deem my strengths are in in the three tenets of um, writing visuals and uh, music and um, going going for them in, in interesting ways having a lot of um, how to explain it it's very much like a game equivalent of um, of some kind of parlor game or of uh, of William Burroughs' uh, cut-up technique, 
where people will find their own people have will have no choice but to find their own interpretations of of the the work i think i this is one of the things which i like to go for with my with my work is um readability and uh readability in that it can be read in different ways you can read into a kind of a cultural appropriation angle or a domestic angle or a take on a criticism of of the medium using the medium or you can whatever these are just um off the top of my head i like to have these readings that whoops that just fell off so i'm really going for that with a, a a readability and one which i hope will lead to to conversation between i mean i only ever have about at best 800 people playing my games so hopefully they'll be able to talk a bit about what they they got from it and yeah that'll be nice um visually it's um claymation a lot of a lot of my things are claymation but i pushed it into a, a more techie kind of thing with a dynamic lighting and things and it looks really unlike anything else and uh, musically i'm working with a lot of uh singers because um because there's something which just doesn't work in games or or doesn't well it does work but it works uncomfortably and that's having lyrics and uh i love that you know it doesn't work because um because you can't tell how long a song's going to how long your person's going to be in the scene so this the song might cut off halfway through or or <laughs> the person might be in the scene too long and there won't be enough lyrics to fill it out or something you know um so just going for that having having songs which are are looping and it'll be an annoying or you'll be enjoying a scene it'll cut off because the song ends or something like this and uh or you'll be stuck in a scene even though you don't want even though you're bored of it because you have to wait for the lyrics to end <laughs> these kind of things this is i guess where my naughtiness comes in but i like uh i like all the the singers i'm working with i not not so sure if i'm gonna have my own singing voice uh in it because uh because I've got a Scottish accent and it doesn't sound well. It sounds uh, derivative of a of a, a band called the Proclaimers. I don't think many songs sound good with a Scottish accent because of uh, because of the Proclaimers and that president president they've set. So I'm working with uh, some English uh, fee uh, women singers who are uh, just incredibly talented. Yeah, they're kind of singing their own songs or singing my songs and yeah it's a, a good kind of collaboration where we've got space to work space to dream and the other thing i'm doing is just a little project uh, there's a another thing which i was doing has been postponed because of this uh pandemic and anyway i, th I thought oh dear so I, I put on twitter commissions are open um just hopefully being able to get a, a bit of money to to make it through the next few months. And someone uh, asked me to do a little a little uh, visualization for some text they did. And that should be out by the end of the week. I just quickly put it together. Well, I, 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 a lot of people's 
seem to think I would be interested in reading their text, which, you know, it's very nice. People thinking I'd be interested in that. A lot of it, well, not a lot of it, but quite often it's kind of um, stream of consciousness kind of abstract writing. They perhaps don't realize that a big part of, uh, of writing is editing. And because of that lack of editing, um, it just uh, very quickly gets dull. I thought this was going to be another piece like that, but after the first page, I started uh, really kind of quite enjoying a lot of the a lot of the lines, and I realised I could I could do something with it, I could work with it, and uh, yeah, it's just a little quick project. It's not exactly uh, I've been asked to make it. No, it's not my vision, so to speak. But that should be a. I get well. I get to do music, and I get to mess around with um, some visuals and stuff. It's a, it's it's more like a visual novel kind of thing. Yeah, that that is cool. Um, where do you do you know yet where this will be like kind of available online? Oh, I've not got a clue. <laughs> okay, <I'll have> to... <laughs> It'll be it'll be almost uh, almost uh, certainly be on h.io. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. I am. I am curious. You you said your your upcoming game is is claymation. Is this all sort of clay like animation that you like mold yourself, or is it like digitally based kind of? No, it's uh, all all tangible assets. It's all. Um... There's there's been a couple sort of claymation or or like handmade games over the last few years um i am really curious kind of what the because it's not quite like a like a film where you're directing camera angles very deliberately and characters but it has more because you have to account for the the player i'm, I'm curious what the the process is like for i i think i would struggle to even sort of conceptualize it how to put that together just based on how to animate something that was going to be constantly changing. I guess the way which I I did it was uh, I looked at, I mean, my first game was uh, made from clay, and it, I kind of chose to do, do it like that because it's, uh, for me, I know, I know not for most people, but for me it's uh, the way which makes most sense and uh, it's the easiest way to do it. Um, so it's just kind of laziness or something like that. That's why I use clay. I looked at um, sprite sheets and what game animations look like and was like, okay, how do I make my own? I could try doing digital art. I could try drawing it using pen and paper. And I was like, nah, you know what would be easiest just to make a wee man and move his arms and legs. So he, he's doing the, the poses on the sprite, sprite sheet and just did that and made my sprite, sprite sheets using that. And because that was the easiest way for me to do it, I, I guess with this, have taken it one step further and added, a, added what's called normal maps t to it to give it a, a kind of dynamic lighting sort of thing. So cast sh not cast shadows, but have shadows on the sprites in, in a, a kind of a real time. Yeah, so the process is uh, make the model while listening to the, the music of the scene. Oh no, I guess the process, where does it start? 
it's a weird weird process which feeds back into itself where i'm thinking of the writing when i'm making the model thinking of what the music will be when i'm writing the scene and when i'm uh listening back to the recordings of the music i'm thinking uh who 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 moves to this or something like that it's a weird process which feeds feeds into itself and um one which um very uh, fulfilling because um because i've got these different aspects to my my practice which i've never really thought were disparate even though a lot of artists or artists who do music or musicians who do acting or something think these are different things I've never really thought, I've always thought that they're all pretty much the same thing. They're all tied together, even though the music might be happy music and the writing might be terribly depressing. I still thought the music I was making at the time of writing the whatever writing is the soundtrack to that writing, just to, just by the the context in which it was created. And I, I still think I'm kind of right about that. Uh, you're definitely the, I think, probably the first person to say that claymation is the easiest option, at least as far as I'm aware of. Yeah, but my my claymation is not good claymation. It's really shit claymation. Sorry, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear. Oh, you're you're fine. Um, it's really a uh, really scrappy, crass claymation. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's not like uh, claymation in the terms of Ardman or. The Brothers Quay or something like that. It's a, <laughs> it's really crappy little poorly painted uh, bits of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even then, it it putting it putting it into games feels like like an extra step that I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know the process that much, but to me, sculpting something and animating it and putting it in would be probably the, the the least efficient way that I could think to make a game but then again I'm not I'm not making games so I guess I'm not mm. I'm not sure what to talk about but uh I think I think um, as much time away from a screen as possible is uh is the way to go with uh, making anything yeah which which is very interesting in the context of games um, <laughs> yeah yeah, I like that though. I mean, you can't, you kind of can't help but but be in front of a screen. So then, yeah, that's mm. that's very interesting. But do you not think? Maybe not. I think somehow screens get in the way of dreaming. Yeah, I would say like I I definitely like have don't really brainstorm when I'm in front of a screen. It is very distracting and. Having said that, I've I've had some really great thoughts um, watching TV on a channel which I'm not interested in, you know, just uh, some kind of daytime TV and uh, just picking up the lines which they're saying. But I guess maybe it's engaging with screens uh, doesn't allow for dreaming, whereas uh, letting it kind of just be a background thing, you're not really. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that is that is very interesting. You look good. I'm sure a lot is you know that's just for me, of course. Well, no, but I think there's there's definitely something something to that because screens are at least in the way that a lot of people use them. So much like software and so many sites are designed to be completely engaging 100% of the time. Like Facebook is does not really allow you to to think beyond itself most of the mm. time so i think there is definitely yeah. something to 
too consciously moving away from a screen, even if it might seem counterintuitive if you're making something digital, um, which is going to be really interesting going forward now that so many people are working more and more from home or, and not really having the same distance from screens that they might have before. I know I'm yeah. definitely, I've, I've been working from home the past couple of weeks and I've had to make a very conscious effort not to just sit at my computer for, for 12 hours a day, mm. which has, has definitely started to have been to melt some part of my brain. I mean, that kind of already w moved into my, my second question, which was about sort of your, your process of, of art style. So I guess sort of leading straight into, into my, my third question, which is the counter end of this is like, you describe your games as like kind of naughty, abrasive, shitty if, if you would say well i think uh, the, i think the word which is always in is in my mind is there's three kind of things there's a uh, there's entertainment there's art and there's uh the relationship between art and entertainment those are the three things which are going on when i'm making making things so uh all these things are abrasive oh i don't know petulant or or even some people have called them melancholy or or humorous, or these sorts of things, are 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 kind of byproducts of uh, of it being first and foremost entertainment or or uh, art or this relationship between entertainment and art. Just to clarify, I think entertainment is uh, is what I think of my work, my game work. I guess my 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 question is kind of looking at at your games um, versus kind of I don't know the very like clean polished looks of a lot of of contemporary games I'm, I'm trying to phrase this this correctly I'm, I'm curious sort of how you feel looking at sort of the way that games because because you say you come from an art background sort of before games and a lot of games as sort of culture seems to always be moving towards this this direction of of photorealism of, of cleaning up all the the jagged lines of, of sanding down the rough edges that, that your work kind of accentuates more. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious how you feel about that kind of as something that seems really to be really held up within games if, versus your work that maybe doesn't engage with, with those aspects, um, which I think is... Uh, I mean, I, I just don't see, I just don't think I'm doing the same thing as those people. I just uh, just think it's essentially a different thing, so I don't really think about it that much. I don't really like not knowing how an art, a piece of, or not being able to see the human in, in it, in in work. I like to, you know, you hear a good singer, you think, wow, that's a, a great person singing there. But I I don't really see the people when I look at um highly detailed three D thing so that was probably some somewhat of a impetus to, to think uh i won't be able to be able to see that it's made by a person okay they might not know what the coding is behind it or something like that but i won't be able to be able to look at it and go oh look that's a that's a empty empty tin of beans or that's a toilet roll or that's a bit of clay or that's a stone or something like that and that to be uh, kind of photocolized. I probably only thought that after 
after making things and uh, deciding that I liked it. <laughs> I probably uh, didn't think about that when I was making. Yeah, probably wasn't uh, inform informing my work that thought, but I do do think that afterwards. I mean, I just like making things, and I don't like uh, I can yeah. I looked at these three D making programs, and it's just the uh, the is like uh, this is just really dull, looks really boring. I don't think I can play with that sort of thing. I don't see how I could make mistakes with with that in the way that well not not make, make mistakes but make a uh, accidents make a uh, seeing materials reacting with each other and things like that i don't know how i'm sure it does happen but i don't know how i could make that happen because uh i find it so dull uh these 3d softwares but yeah essentially i don't really see myself as making the same thing i see myself not in an arrogant kind of way or i just uh yeah, I think I'm probably similar to more similar to. Honestly, I think I'm probably more similar to um, to drag artists doing cabaret and in a, a pub in Leith than I am to uh, your Grand Theft Autos or something like that. I honestly think uh, that's how far far away I am from my work is from other games. I have I think it's amazing that video gamers uh people who play video games have have not unanimously hated my stuff and that they the gamers do kind of get that oh yeah it's entertaining gamers are open open-minded enough to to see that because uh well shouldn't they be of course they should of course they're open-minded and everything like that but um i think making uh equivalencies is a bit uh pointless really for me and I've seen a bit, bits of writing about my games, comparing them to, to things which have multi-million budgets. And I just think, who is this writer? Or no, that's that's really interesting, and I I I love the the way you describe it as being able to see that like a human has made this, which is, I guess, something that yeah, that's a that's a much more concise way of scrambling at what I'm trying to articulate is yeah is looking at your games you can tell that it's something that you made and you in in very many ways it's impossible to do that and in some cases companies actively uh try and prevent the humans behind bigger games Mm -hmm. from from being noticeable even when it comes to like voice acting games people want uh the kind of most generic uh north american voices so that you can almost not hear <laughs> hear the the voice of the person yeah it's it's how you end up with like three voice actors playing like 90 percent of, of characters which not yeah, to say they aren't yeah, exactly. talented yeah. but it's well i know there's there's like um like troy baker and nolan north seem to pop up in in more games than they don't um at this point um yeah. a couple other ones uh, so it, it is yeah. interesting uh, especially voice acting which doesn't it, it exists in games probably as much now as in any other uh, medium that uses uh, actors but you don't see like title cards on on games showing who's voicing the character that's just another name in the credit continually to erase the, the human aspect 
which I hadn't yeah. thought of until just now. So I, I am curious then um, talk about not really uh, enjoying uh, these games that much. Um, I am curious what games you you are playing if you are um, or otherwise how you're sort of engaging with games as this this all goes on. It sounds like you have a, a kind of different relationship to them than uh, some of the people I've, I've talked to recently. When I started, so that was about six or seven years ago, I started trying to make a game. I played all of them. I played uh, all the all the big games, Half-Life 2, Portal, Portal 2, Dark Souls. And they're brilliant, absolutely fantastic. All those games which I just mentioned are just really fantastic. But I, I knew I wasn't making that. So then I started playing... Uh, indie games and they're even better things like uh Ananthropy, the Kathamites, those kind of games and now I don't really play that many games they're all too long for me really and they are almost uh I know there's all this games or art kind of thing but art almost my definition of art is uh well my definition of good art is something a work which has something to say. Video games just don't have anything to say, even barely. <laughs> so yeah, okay, there are, but they're not very good art. Disco Elysium, I played. It was far too long, but it was uh, it was great. I've got uh, a handful of games which uh, people have sent me. They look very good, but I've not not had a chance to play them yet. One is uh, gosh, I've forgotten the name of it. So not gonna talk about that one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Made by Cosmo. It's on my desktop, isn't it? Let me sorry, do you hear mouse clicking? It's called Tales from the Off Peak. Oh yes, I've 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 heard of this. I think I played the the well, I don't know what you would call it. It wasn't a demo and it wasn't really a proof of concept either. But yeah. they put out a another one that was was very cool. Yeah, yeah. I played their their first one was great as well, yeah. Um, what else have I been playing? What's loaded on my computer? Notepad. <laughs> uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. That was this year, I think. That was far too long, but that was good. But uh, yeah, there's a um, kind of a, a lot of queer queer video game makers who uh, I'm not sure. If, I don't mean to be a. That, that's not. I'm not being. I don't mean to be rude or anything. I, uh, no, I think that's. Like, I think that's the. Right. Yeah, see, see, growing up, queer was a, a derogative term, but now it's not. And uh, I never want to kind of uh, be mean-spirited or rude or anything like that. So, um, yeah, so it felt felt a bit kind of uh, odd saying it. But games made by not straight people, they've really been uh, been my favorite things to play. <laughs> just because uh, they're, oh, I don't know, they're just good. I'm just trying to find some names of things, but I just can't find anything. Browse, devlogs, jams. Qu yeah, queer community. People say queer community. So uh, these, a lot of these things are, are, are kind of North American things and uh, aren't really, uh, or, or and because, uh, because there's a lot more North Americans than uh, Scottish people online that has become kind of the, the internet language. And, but it's, I have to say it's not, not kind of uh, things which I, I say 
out loud in my day-to-day life, you know what I mean? This is kind of a side sidestep, um, not even about games, but I am I'm curious since you brought up. So I guess, like, over, over here in, in the U.S., queer has kind of been accepted mostly for the most part as as uh as a term for sort of the the broader non-straight uh community as you say um and and are are you saying that's like not not really something people say in scotland it's it's different almost everyone would say the gay community here and that, that that would be the the umbrella term for lesbians and gay men Oh, that, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, that's not something I was aware of. I I often forget. I'm I'm very insulated in my in my American bubble of 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 how language and culture is sort of evolving. Well, having having said that, um, younger people in Scotland uh, are becoming incredibly Americanized, and uh, I don't like it at all. I don't like um, how people will have. Uh, Past tense for for got uh, would be gotten in America, whereas in Britain it's got. And it's so, so odd that people are starting to speak like Americans. <laughs> it's uh, this kind of a uh, steamrolling of a uh, culture. Um, nothing against American culture, but uh, it's a bit odd when when you've got someone who's grown up in Bathgate saying y'all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a, maybe a maybe a an old man thing of me. You know, it'd be weird if if you started saying. Actually, there's some some Canadians in Nova Scotia who have started using Scottish dialect, and I just think that's weird because, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it is. It is definitely a thing. Like <laughs> if if people over here start using like, like, I've I've definitely known some some guys that have just really enjoyed like putting in british uh sort of slang into their no, their really? words uh yeah i mean i knew a guy in in college who for the first first year he was there spent the entire time talking in a fake british accent and it was just it was a lot to, <laughs> a lot to unpack but yeah it's over here we're we're all just like what what are you doing like you have to stop but it seems mm. like somehow elsewhere america just kind of it it's like i don't know weird weird language colonialism almost of where everyone is is coming under siege and just adopting americanisms and yeah yeah, yeah I, I can't say i'm super here for it either even though i'm i'm over here extending the use of y'all in mm. my own my own area which listen I, do i sound i sound like an old bigot don't i i don't no, i no i don't i don't i don't think you could come across that way and i'm i'm 100 percent here for uh for criticizing kind of america yeah. becoming the default in a lot of places in terms of, of language and culture in some ways yeah. i i definitely think that's a concern and maybe maybe think maybe things have changed here but from when from when i was going out uh we'd be going to the gay bar or you wouldn't say the queer bar i don't know I, uh, yeah i yeah. don't think people even say the queer bar over here i think it is still gay bar but, which is which is odd it's it's all of these sort of would you say the, really so would you say the queer district or uh, the gay district i well that one that one i don't know i've, I've I, I don't think we even have a right so so maybe things uh i don't know I it's don't know. yeah it's it's odd 
But this is just really pathetically showing my my uh, ignorance of kind of modern culture <laughs> or whatever. I just, you know, I'm a bit of a kind of a, a dreamer who, whatever, not who floats along in my own bubble or something like that. But uh, yeah, I didn't mean to be rude when I said queer queer games earlier because uh, I thought I thought that. As far as I know, that's not a over in in the U.S. at least, uh, which is all I can really speak for. Queer is is definitely an accepted term, especially within the games community. All right, good. It's 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 what I tend to use, um, and I think it's only there. There are some some older people who still are like in that camp of remembering when it was used very derogatorily. Well, that's how it was when I was at school. I'm not even that old, so. Uh... Yeah, I think I think it's moving at, at kind of different Good. spaces, um, but but over here definitely it's, and and definitely within the games community that that those games that you're talking about would fall into. Um, I I don't think mm-hmm. it's insulting. I think it's probably the preferred term. Um, but I I would I won't speak for them. But I don't want to keep you too much longer. But this has been uh, very interesting. Um, went off on a bit of a. A weak, weak tangent there. Sorry about that. No, it, it's it's fine. It was it was interesting. Um, and, and I don't have too much structure for what this show will be. It's mostly a way it for is me. One to... of my pet hates the Americanisms uh, in British culture. It really, really boils my blood. I just think, why are you speaking like that? <laughs> you know, probably partly due to insecurity. Probably partly due to too much tv or something like that i don't know which 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 i shouldn't blame for shouldn't blame people for for either of those things really yeah yeah i don't know i can't imagine a, a scottish person saying y'all i i think i would i i don't know mm. how i would react it would it would be it would be uh kind of surreal for me it's anyway where where can uh people online sort of find you or your work or, or whatever your preferred where where are you on the internet that that you would like to to point people towards? Yeah, Twitter Twitter is a I like a I find Twitter brilliant. I've muted everything which I don't like on Twitter, so I only have a, a good time on Twitter. Muted almost every politician's name. I've I've muted the word super because uh because it's too much of an Americanism. You know how you would say it's fine for Americans saying it, but it just gets. You look like you were. You said it's super interesting and things like that, and uh, super super engaging and stuff like that. Oh and, gosh, uh, yeah. Now I'm now I'm now I'm uh, becoming very aware of. I do say super a lot. But is... you're American. You're fine saying it. <laughs> That's a yeah. But so I muted all these little things which uh, make me grumpy. So now Twitter's just a, a fun thing, and you know. Anyone who tweets at me, I often respond, or uh, I think my DMs or my direct messages are always open for anyone who wants to learn about how I do things or wants some feedback or or anything or wants to kind of like uh, give me some some criticism because, you know, I'm open, you know, it's always good to to hear what people's thoughts are and stuff like that. So Twitter is probably a good place. And I think uh, I'm just at King Spooner or at King underscore Spooner. I'm not sure if anyone really wants to see my stuff, to be honest. 
Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I think they do. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll find out which one of those it is and uh, and put it in the sh- in the show notes. Um, sure. So, uh, sure. so close, closing this out. Um, one thing I'm having everyone do is sort of shout out one one good thing um, that they've enjoyed recently. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about this. Uh, this is the 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 whole. I was yeah, the whole kind of because uh, you've mentioned this in our our chat beforehand. Um, the let's close it on a positive thing. And to be honest, I find uh, a lot of these kind of silver linings uh, to such a devastating. Um, on a global level and a, on a personal level, uh, devastating situation. These silver linings always almost seem kind of uh, distasteful. <laughs> hmm. um, uh, where, like, of course, communities are coming together and people are talking with each other in a more understanding way and things like this. But there is a lot of uh, horrible s- selfishness coming out of people and a lot of. Uh, kind of brutal brutal decisions being made by those in power and things like that but um yeah i think uh so i that this is just a preface to to the positive things i've been thinking i think it's really nice that people are like yourself actually you could make me cry like yourself just reaching out to people who they haven't even engaged with that before Saying, "Hey, you're right," because you, to be honest, no, I've not been all right, <laughs> and uh, I think like uh, it's it's nice that people are asking each other, "Are you all right?" I think that's nice. I think there's a, a maybe some understandings coming, even if a few people have just think actually, yeah, I should uh, be more community spirited, and I should be. Healthier in myself physically because I don't think uh, many people are doing very well mentally. Completely understandably as well, I think justified that people are uh, having difficulty uh, mentally. I think uh, people who have been a bit sniffy about anxiety, anxiety disorders or depression, uh, depression um, are probably coming to a bit of a realization about that. And on a very very short cosmetic isn't the right word but on that kind of surface level sense um i've been watching a lot of youtube recently and it's fast absolutely amazing what you can find on youtube so things which i i never thought i would see uh there's a a jazz flautist called herbie man who i loved uh two of his songs uh when i was a teenager i wasn't you know i wasn't I've never really been cool, but uh, one of his songs is called Memphis Underground. And on YouTube, you can see him playing it live. And I was like, blown away. Oh my gosh, this guy who was the soundtrack of my teens, I can see what he looks like. And it's I was kind of, yeah, startled by how he looks. He's, uh, yeah, very, very kind of what you would imagine a jazz flautist to look like white bad mustache nylon socks <laughs> um and the other thing is uh there's interviews with Mar- marcel duchamp on uh on youtube as well so there's just uh 
of enriching, really in wonderful, enriching stuff on YouTube, which, uh, it, yeah, it doesn't really take your mind off things, but it's uh, made my moment seeing them. Yeah, so check out Herbie Mann playing Memphis Underground live on YouTube. It's from like the 70s or something. I think it's from 1970, actually. And uh, yeah, that was cool. Marcel Duchamp as well. He's uh, looking at a, a broken window and he he's uh, really enjoying looking at a broken window. <laughs> and I, I can I can uh, relate with that. <laughs> Yeah. So the, those are yeah. Even though it's um, yeah, I don't think these are silver linings to the thousands and thousands of people dying. No, no, and I and I, I hope yeah. I I really hope that's not the the way that that this comes across. Whether it's this, whether it's both <laughs> no. either the question or this no, podcast, no. Uh, just Look, uh, I yeah, no no you know you it's not at all. It's not. Don't even think for a second. It is. It's just a. It's just that uh, you, what you're doing is really nice, and uh, I'm just a bit of a a depressive or something like that. I don't think I'm a depressive. Um, I just uh, yeah, I'm just finding it hard to see positive things at the at the moment, and I'm sure people might under kind of get that. Yeah, I, I and also. Um, yeah, just uh, I think let's go back to the one of looking out for each other. That's nice. I think on a, on a, and this is it. This is it. We're looking out for each other in a global global way. Um, there was a idea a few months ago. This is happening halfway around the world. I don't even need to worry about it. And now now uh, we're realizing that they're they being everyone in the world. It's the same thing. It's the same, same heartbeat and same consciousness. Yeah, we gotta look out for each other, and uh, and people like yourself are proving that we can do that. So, there you go. Well, well, thank you. That 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 does really mean a lot. Um, th- thanks so much for for taking the time to uh to come on this. I I won't pry into your personal life, but I uh hope. You, you do all right through all of this. It's it's a very, very scary times. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't want to talk about it. No, no, I, I, I understand it. It's a lot, and, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want to to try and get at anything that's that you don't feel comfortable talking about or just don't want to share on the internet, which is very understandable. Yeah, yeah so I'll, I'll close this out. I think we're all going through the same thing, basically. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, it's a lot. To everyone's got their their difficult things at the moment, so yeah. Well, well, that was uh, feels quite sad now, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm. I made up a joke. I made up a joke. I bet someone else has made up this joke because I thought it was so good that someone else must have uh, made up this this joke. I'm not very good at jokes, but what did the owl say? When it fell in a river, when it was on a date, uh, I I I have no idea. <laughs> too wet to woo. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh. Yeah. All right. We've we've lifted the spirits on this. Uh. We can. I'm I'm gonna end it out now before 
we go into any more sad place. That is, it's, it is very good. I, 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 I have a weird way of laughing to where I just kind of get really silent, and you can't see that obviously um, on this uh, this audio format. Um, <laughs> it is, I, I no, I haven't. I've not heard that, and okay, I, 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 yeah. I, I, well, that's because I made it up. I think. Yeah. Okay. Gonna gonna patent yeah. this uh patent this joke I, here. Um. All right. Well, yeah, th- that's, was it... that's a copyright. That's a copywritten now, isn't it? Yeah. You you've said it. It's copywritten. I'm I'm pretty sure that's how yeah. that works. I might look it up to see if someone else has has made that up. Do you need me to explain the joke? <laughs> no. <laughs> I I think I think I think we're I think we're good here. Uh. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the joke. Um. It's been great talking to you. So. Uh, yeah, take okay. t- take care and uh, stay take well. Take care yourself. Yeah, love to all your family. Okay, bye. Bye. Critical Care is produced by me, Nate Kunin, with music by Desired. You can find Desired on Bandcamp at desired.bandcamp.com. I'm on Twitter at Nate Kunin, and you can keep up with everything critical related at critical.com. If you like the show, maybe share it with a loved one, and if you're able, consider supporting the work of my wonderful guests. Until next time, stay safe, stay home, and remember, this is not game over. We're still fighting, and we're going to get through this.